Come in, come in. Welcome back to the episode four of the Omnicast podcast. Wherever you are, I hope love is finding you today. I hope we can take the time here to relax our mind, breathe in this new energy, and release the past, release the old energies so that they may be free, so that you may be free. This week has been a very highly charged week with the summer solstice on Tuesday, I believe, and going into cancer season the same day. But as well today, we also have a very special astrological event. And I want to make sure I get this right, so just give me one second. So today is known as the Parade of Planets. And the last time this has happened is 1864. And what this exactly is, is five planets will be visible from the sky along with the crescent moon. So that was this morning, uh, 40 minutes before sunrise. So no telescope needed. And these five planets should be visible from Earth. Mercury, Venus, the Moon, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn will appear in the order from the Sun. And again, that hasn't happened since 1864. And what's really beautiful about these rare astrological events is it's simply something that the world hasn't experienced in a while, an energy that the world hasn't experienced in a while. And so with these rare events, it can oftentimes bring a sense of renewal. It can bring a sense of uh, just general newness. I know I woke up this morning and the energy was electric. It was just a very strong energy. My whole body was buzzing. I couldn't. It was just a very intense energy. And... These times, whenever the energy is so high like this, it can really give us a wonderful opportunity to focus in on it. It's a lot easier to focus on a large target than it is to focus on a small target. And so whenever we have these big energies come around, it can make it a little bit easier. It's, it's our cosmic support that is um, surrounding us. It is our support from the planets around us. It is our support from all of the celestial energies and celestial bodies that have an effect on our day-to-day lives and have effect on our emotions and our mental states and our attitudes and our intentions. And if we can match that energy, if we can really see the value in that energy, then these these moments can be pretty transformative. These times can be pretty transformative. Today is also 666 in numerology because it is the sixth month and it is uh, 24, which in numerology is six. And then we have 222, which is 
of course added a six and so we have this six 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 energy here today and there's a lot of confusion about this number 666 there's a lot of false information um, not necessarily false information more of an incorrect interpretation of this number we think of 666 as the devil's number it is uh, oftentimes associated with very it has a very negative connotation in the Bible it's the mark of the beast it was the mark of man and so it has this very negative connotation. But the number 666, it's actually a very compassionate number. 666 is, a, is an incredibly compassionate number. And it's pretty ironic that it's associated with all of this negativity because it really calls for us to have compassion toward those places in our life that are really difficult to face and we've been talking a lot about this but this is more of like the things having compassion toward those processes that seem to take us down that seem to take us down into a place that we don't want to be it is it is having an understanding of where our depression comes from of our anxieties of our fears where these things come from and and to not be ashamed of them but to release them and you can see why maybe this number was picked up by satanist and you know is is more sort of deemed as a negative thing because it is a very expressive number it is a very um a very deep number and it, and it and it calls for us to look very very deeply at a situation and to actually do the opposite of what the world does to that number which is demonize those things and to put them in a negative category by themselves uh, but instead to embrace them to embrace all of life to embrace your shadows as much as you embrace your lights 666 is a protector number even it could be a sense of of guidance uh, that you are going to go deeper into those shadows and so today is a very special day and with these podcasts the idea is that we open up to the energy and over time we become more and more sensitive to these energies over time we become more and more sensitive as we tap into that energy as we begin to open ourselves up to that vibration through these vibrations it's almost like a key that we're putting in and we're 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 opening things up uh, within your mind and your heart and the more that you can open up the more that you will receive these energies and be able to utilize them within your own transformation and your own healing. And so today is a very, very blessed, very big day. And there is a lot going on. I don't know if you can hear that or not, but I keep getting messages on my computer. I don't know how to mute them. Let me try this. Okay. So, there's a lot going on right now. You may be feeling overwhelmed. You may be feeling 
You may just be feeling a lot, it being this new cancer season we're getting into, you may just be feeling a lot. And that's, that's wonderful, actually. That is really wonderful. Recently, my dreams have been very, very cryptic. The past few nights, my dreams have been very, very deep, very, like, really exploring some deep, deep, deep wounds, and, like, very clearly exploring deep, deep wounds. If, if you're a dreamer and you like to analyze your dreams, this is a and maybe right now you are experiencing some weird dreams too. I would love to hear about those, by the way. If, if anyone's listening right now and you've been having weird dreams, pop on over to my Instagram or just leave a comment under um, somewhere. Find me, go to my blog, leave a something. And I'd love to know what dreams have you been having and what messages have been popping up the dreams I've been experiencing have been very, very deep, and and a part of me understands the challenge within them. A, all of me really understands the challenge within them, because they're challenging things. They're cha- they've been very challenging dreams, and have really picked apart these deep, deep, deep rooted things that I wasn't completely aware were there, or at least just sort of forgot about them, and so... I've been exploring those themes within these dreams and it has just been tough. It has been very challenging and I'll wake up feeling sort of drained, you know, sort of drained from from those dreams because they are very emotionally charged and they oftentimes are feel very real, you know, there are those kinds of dreams where it feels like you're there. And but I keep getting the subtle, it's a very subtle message. And it's a subtle message because right now the, the, the messages are very subtle because right now we may just be called, we may just be called to feel through things and to not think about them so much and to not think about the reward from them, to not think about, you know, what's on the other side of it, but just to feel it through. That is a big message right now is just to feel it through and to allow your emotions to do what they do, to allow your feelings to arise and sort of work their magic on your consciousness and to then release them. So it's actually a blessing that we may be experiencing these heightened emotions and these intense situations, be that within dreams or within our waking reality. Because there's so much support for feeling that through and for releasing that finally. Releasing that because we are ready to step into a new phase in our life. And if we can adopt that idea that as we release, we are also stepping into something new, then it can make this process, it can bring intention to this process. And I thought about this this morning is with these emotions, you know, with any emotional feeling, with any feeling, we can really feel that through. But if we can find where it came from, if we can if we can if we can place some trauma on that and use that use that raw emotion to go in deeper into our own personal trauma, then it'll catalyze that into and and really transform it 
if you can think about like chemistry i never took chemistry in high school but i understand the basics i guess the very very basics so you have a chemical and then you have a catalyst and that catalyst is the thing that converts that base chemical into something else and so you can think of the base as like your trauma that's your base that's the stuff that's already there and the catalyst is the emotion that goes through that the catalyst is the emotion the the depth of the emotion that moves through that base and transforms it into something else and so if you can really and that may be reversed you know i don't i don't under i this is the sort of just the idea you know the idea that comes to mind here is that you want to mix the two and mixing the two will really help alleviate like really set really settle and rest and really transform that potential energy in your life into something new and this happens moment momentarily momentarily the moment that we forgive like the moment that we let go we feel that immediately it doesn't take a lot of time we feel it instantaneously we feel that release and when it's really released whenever it comes up again we can just look at it and just like oh that was yeah that was a thing and it's and it has less and less emotional charge each time because we are using the emotional energy from those situations to grow we are using that energy it's no longer just collecting dust but we are using that energy to grow to actually support us in healing and this is seen on the mental level in the sense that we may not think about these things as much anymore and when we do they may just be able to come into our mind and and be let go of they may heal our emotional body in the sense that they don't trigger us as much whenever they do come up they heal us spiritually because we now become stronger to deal with even more and more of that trauma And trauma doesn't always mean trauma doesn't always mean something that's been incredibly painful in life. We can have very positive traumas. And I know that sounds strange, but think about it this way. Whenever you've had something really good happen in your life and you think that was my peak, that's as good as it gets, nothing's ever going to get better, and then you start comparing that good thing with every other thing in your life, every other thing looks like a shadow. Every other thing in your life seems diminished by that attachment to the good, to the good thing that happened. This is how drug addictions start. You have a great experience at the beginning and you are attached to that first new feeling of something new, but then over time that, that experience diminishes because you're constantly seeking to regain the same excitement that you had in the beginning. And so trauma isn't always a bad thing. It's not always something bad that's happened to you. It's also not always something that's happened to you. It can be, trauma can be anything that disturbs you from yourself. 
it can be anything that disturbs your energy and so if you are very sensitive that may be a lot of things there may be a lot of things in your life that seem traumatic whereas to others not so much and this is where here on the omnicast we say that your sensitivity is your superpower because you are sensitive to very subtle energies and so though it can be painful sometimes you have a greater depth of joy you have a greater depth of joy just like you have a greater depth of pain and i'm sure that you appreciate that more that's not to say that sensitive people are good and non-sensitive people are bad that's not the point here but speaking i feel like i'm a very sensitive soul i'm a very sensitive person and so i'm speaking just from my own perspective and how things have shown in my life that it can be very challenging but that it's a blessing to feel so deeply it's a blessing to have that deep emotion and oftentimes people will gravitate towards you for emotional support they will gravitate towards you for some sort of support and you will be able to handle them at your best because you have such a strong grasp on your emotional self you have such a strong grasp on and you can mentally understand your emotional self so sensitivity is a it's a very it's a good thing but it can it it we invite in a lot with it and so if you are sensitive you may experience you may have a more traumatic experience in life. And this sounds like a bad thing. It sounds like a very negative thing to have a more traumatic experience. But what sensitive souls have the opportunity where they may have a more challenging experience going through life they have more opportunity to catalyze and to grow they have they may experience more growth in their life and that doesn't mean that that there are more sensitive millionaires and uh and that kind of thing but growth is experienced in within that idea of catalyzation it's how much energy have we put into healing and sensitive souls have a lot of energy to give they have a lot of energy to put in to that field but right now we may all be very sensitive to these things this is where our cosmic support kind of comes in and opens us up so that we do sort of go deeper into that feeling if we open up to it so we can open up to it now and we can adopt that sensitivity we can adopt that that compassion toward ourselves that compassion that understanding and the willingness the willingness to just feel to 
just to feel what you're feeling right now without without changing it without judging but just to feel it as it is right now and that's the greatest gift that we can possibly give ourselves is just allowing ourselves the space to feel On Wednesday we were talking about the armor and we did a wonderful practice which I hope you enjoyed that allowed us to put on the true armor. It allowed us to put on all of those qualities we can say that we that we know are within us, that we know are within us, that we want to show to the world. And there is a sense of vulnerability that comes with that. And in my life, it has been very difficult to be vulnerable because I felt like a burden, because I knew I felt things very deeply and, and possibly I knew that I felt that I, I felt things more deeply than others. So it made it very challenging to open up because I felt like when I opened up, I would crush the others. I felt like when I opened up, I, I was simply too much to handle. And at times I have been. At times I've opened up to people and they've told me that this is just too much. I can't handle this. And nowadays I appreciate that. Nowadays I appreciate that respect that, that someone has for themselves whenever they tell me. And they say, I just, I don't have the capacity to deal with this right now. But I would be willing to wager or I would be willing to put uh, in a piece of a practice that we can do together and that is to not close up maybe maybe you can't be so vulnerable with those people out of respect out of respect for their capacity to feel and their their capacity to to deal with whatever you you're dealing with to feel what you're feeling but just keep feeling it just keep being open and there will be somebody that can handle what you've got there there's somebody and if nobody can then then you handle it you carry it right now you carry it with you all of the time and so if you can embrace yourself then others won't need to even deal with it and you can be open in a new way this is what we call the proper vulnerability like we were talking about on Wednesday proper vulnerability being open to yourself being open to yourself and then those who like what's going on with you will gravitate toward you they will come towards you because they'll know what you're about and they'll say and if they know themselves they, they, they'll say to themselves I know what I'm about and I like what he's about or he's or she is about I'm going to go toward that person. It makes it so much easier. And we can see how, how putting up the armor actually makes our life so much more confusing, so much more difficult. And, and it's not something that we can just immediately do. 
it's something that takes practice and something that I I'm just speaking on I've seen the direction but I am nowhere near this I'm nowhere near this with people and I can accept that within myself and luckily all of these wonderful practices that we're sharing here allow us to take that journey together together because I feel comfortable here. This is this is my safe space. On this podcast, it's my safe space. I feel comfortable. But whenever I'm out and socializing, oh boy, it gets tough. It gets tough. And I armor, I mask, I put up, I put up defenses unconsciously. It's not even I don't even mean to do it. It's not even something that in my I'm in, in, in my mind I'm fighting it. I'm I'm like stop being just be yourself. And and that makes it worse. You know, whenever we get into our head and we start you know, criticizing ourselves for the things that we're doing that criticize ourselves. It's it's a whole cycle. It's a whole loop. It's a messy, messy, messy loop. But if we can do our homework, if we can just practice that on our own, practice being vulnerable with ourselves, practice opening up to ourselves, practice taking down that armor and putting on the true armor. And if we can do that over and over and over and over again, over time, it makes a difference. Over time, it makes a big, big difference. And though I'm not anywhere where I want to be, I can see the improvement that it's made in my life. I can see the level of confidence that it's given me over time. And this isn't even doing it all of the time, guys. This is not like, I'm not sitting here every day, you know, and I know, understand, a lot of people are like this, and they do this, and that's wonderful and great. This is not me. I don't, I don't sit here and meditate every single day. I don't meditate all day every day and, and you know, do these practices all day every single day. I'm, I'm pretty lazy when it comes to this stuff, to be quite honest. I'm, I've been very lazy with it, but it's worked. It's worked for me because I've had that intention that even when I'm being lazy, I know that I'm, I'm, I'm working on something whenever that intention is so set in your being to heal it doesn't matter what you're doing it doesn't matter how often you do these things you'll do them at the right time and when it's needed and when it's necessary and when it really is going to benefit you because what i've seen as well is all of the time may not be the best time to do these things there may be times where we need to step away from our practices and just just see what happens just to be vulnerable in that open space without our tool belt so that we can get new tools and we can gain an even deeper understanding of the much larger process at hand and so do, do these things at your own discretion. Do these practices at your own discretion whenever you need a boost. And, and obviously, the more that you can get into a flow and get into a rhythm with, with these things, then the, the more they will produce. It's like muscle memory. The more, the more rhythm. And, this, and with the body, it's more of repetition but with the spirit, it's more of a rhythm. You know, you can think of your heartbeat. It's more of like whatever rhythm you're in, 
It's getting into a rhythm. If you can get into a nice rhythm and whatever your rhythm is, maybe it's hard rock, maybe it's like a fast tempo, maybe it's like maybe it's jazz, maybe it's like you know, whatever it is, it's it's your own rhythm and, and, and each one can have a different experience, a different experiential unfolding, unraveling. What's beautiful is as we open up to the process though, these things just sort of happen. We find our rhythm. We find what works for us as we open up to that, that greater energy, that, that above mental energy. When we start to uncover the roots of our soul, the roots of our being. And, and the name of this podcast is the Omnicast. And, and if you know what Omniism is, it's the idea that all religions basically have some really have some intrinsic value and so this is why here i like to say read all of the texts read everything read everything you can there's so much amazing philosophy i'm not too much of a reader i've read a little bit but for the readers out there you know this may be something wonderful you can watch videos there's tons and tons of videos tons of information tons of stuff that you can just absorb And as you open up to that, you are going to find what you gravitate towards. You're going to find the things. And then it becomes like a piece of art. And then you realize you're a piece of art and you can create your own reality. And maybe there's something trying to be created through you. Maybe there's something trying to be created through you. And if you open up to that, maybe that's the one thing that's going to bring you the most fulfillment and joy and satisfaction in life. That can be sort of intimidating. That can be intimidating to think about. And I know when I'm watching some videos and and there's all this saying, it, it can almost be a deterrent from starting. But I, I can vouch in saying that as this path has unfolded, the interest is just found because it's you're uncovering yourself here. That's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to uncover who are you or who am I? Who am I? And we can utilize all of these different world religions, these different perspectives, different cultures to find who am I? It's like a mirror and you can begin to create that mirror, that that channel by which you discover who you are. Be that through art, through dancing, through music, through philosophy, through all of the above, through whatever, all of the things are just so, so, there's so much to them. There's so much hidden wisdom 
within you, within everyone, within everything, there's so much hidden wisdom. And I simply offer that there is enough here that you can do anything, anything. And until you've actually tried everything for years and years and years and years, then there's still possibilities out there. And that's one thing that I think a lot of us forget whenever we are in a depressive state, whenever we are deep within anxiety, is it feels like there's no way out. Or it feels like, it feels like the road is long ahead of us. And maybe it is. But if you're listening to this, if you are really feeling the, these messages that we're talking about here, that means that you've already taken the first steps. And, and those are the most important. The first steps are the most important because you've made the decision. You're, you're telling the universe, you're telling everything in your being that I'm ready to move. I'm ready to grow. And it's amazing what begins to happen after that. It's, tr it's truly incredible and remarkable what starts to happen after that. After that moment that you've decided. So I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you. Because I know that if you're here listening to this, then you have began that journey. And maybe you've already made substantial progress. Maybe you've already healed from a lot. thing about this journey is that it doesn't end. A wonderful enlightened being named John Butler, he said, there is no end to wonderful. There is no end to the depth of your being. There's no end to the extent by which you can create and transform life.
I, I love to think about just the endless possibilities of things. And not only that, but how they can practically work. Like on movies and TVs, you know, we think about these advanced civilizations as like they can fly and they can levitate and they can move things with their mind and there's like super senses. And then I start to think about all the things that I've read, like as above, so below, as within, so without. And all of these, all of these texts shedding light on the future of our being and how right now we are actually in a very infantile stage of our evolution. And then I start to realize, and as I'm moving these energies within my being, and as I'm moving them around and taking things from other places in my mind and using them to heal and to grow and to take these tools, I think I'm moving this energy. I'm moving this energy within my being. And so then I think, okay, well, well what happens whenever everything within my being is settled? Well, I know that everything else is also energy. Everything else is also energy. So maybe after a time, I will learn how to move this energy. And these are just fun little things that I think about that, that <clears throat> and they have a certain utility. It's not just fantasization, but, but this utility of seeing the reality of how much is out there? I used to have dreams of doing a front flip all the time. I would just have, it was such a random dream. When I was younger, I had dreams of doing a front flip. I wished that I could be able to do a front flip. And I, I, I'd never really tried it, never really thought about it. But in my dreams, I could do a front flip. And one day I was at the park and I'd had a dream the previous night of being able to do a front flip. And I was at the park with my girlfriend at the time. And I was like, I'm going to do a front flip. And I did a front flip. I did, I did multiple front flips. They weren't as perfect and as crisp as in the dream, but I knew at that moment that I could do whatever I set my mind to. That was the message there for me. For me, the things are a lot less physical. If I know I can do it, if I know I can do anything I set my mind to, I'm not going to set my mind to something that I, like I wouldn't set my mind to making perfect the, the, the front flip that I, in my dream. But then I started having dreams about flying. I had dreams that I could fly and, and all of these different kinds of ways to fly. Like within the dream, there were all of these different methods that I would adopt on how to fly. Like one of them was like this sort of gravity tilting thing where it was like I would tilt myself and sort of fly. The other one was like this, this mental sort of focusing. And the other one was a very physical thing. Like I would use my legs to like push the air below my feet. That was like really tiring to my legs. And so now in my life, I think I'm going to fly one day. I don't know how, but I'm going to believe that. I'm going to fly one day. I know it's possible. I know it's possible because I've dreamt it. I don't know if it's going to be in this life or the next life or whenever, but I'm going to fly. My consciousness, this consciousness right here, I'm going to fly one day.
I know that because I've dreamt it and I've seen it. And we wonder, who, who is experiencing these dreams? Why do they feel so real? Why does it feel separate from me? But it's, it's, it's I who is, who is experiencing that dream. There's, there's just so much to explore. There's so much to explore. And it's fun to think about these things just to simply open up our mind. Because it can make going through this other stuff a lot easier. Because we can see a bigger picture to it. We can see maybe what it leads to. And so just having that imagination, the imagination is such a gift that we have. The imagination, just to be able to imagine things, it's such a gift. If you're not a very imaginative person, if, if those things seem too big, then the small things set a goal and do the goal set a goal and do the goal say i'm going to do this thing and then do this thing build a lot of willpower And whenever we do that, it, it, what's beautiful, what's so beautiful is that whenever we do that, even if we, even if we don't do the thing, it gives us an opportunity to be understanding to ourselves because we tried, we put forth an effort and any effort, any effort that we put in, it comes back. Any effort that we put in, it comes back. And so maybe it takes a few times. But if you continuously make that effort, something will come of it. Time is on your side. We often think, I don't have enough time. I don't have time to do anything. The Buddha once said that one of the greatest mistakes we've made is that we believe we have time. That we believe we have time. I like to think that time has us. We can't have time, but time can have us. It can take care of us. 
Time can take care of us if we let it in. If we open ourselves up to change. Because that's, that's the message of time, is nothing's permanent, everything changes. Let time be by your side. Let time change you. powerful mantra or a you could think of it as an exercise to do is imagine God imagine imagine whatever God means to you just this this all-loving caring figure that loves you so 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 much Now imagine you're at the feet of God and he and, and he or she is massive. Just huge. And you're at the feet of God. Something so powerful is to say, God, I lay it all down at your feet. I lay it all down at your feet. All of my fears all of my anxieties, God, you know, you know how I can get through this. I may not be able to see the way, God, but I leave that, I leave that down. I throw it all down. I throw my love down at your feet, God. I throw it all down. I give myself to you. I surrender to you surrender to all that you do not know which is a lot which is a lot there's a lot that we do not know we know close to nothing Regardless of what happens, regardless of physically what happens whenever you do this, the feeling that it gives, the feeling that it gives is so special because it's, it's to say, I, I don't know. I don't know. And it's not only to realize I don't know, but it's to realize that there's something there that does know. In that moment, there's somebody there that does know. And even if you don't believe in the idea, again, just use it as an exercise and just see how it feels. 
lay it all down at your feet. Do not wish to carry anything else forward. I give it up. I surrender. I surrender. I surrender. Thank you so much for joining today, for listening, for taking steps on your own journey and for being yourself and for growing and for showing up for the world, for yourself and for others. I hope you have a blessed weekend and I will see you on Monday. Oh.